Hey guys, Dee Williams here, and you are listening to episode number 14 of the StaffingStartup.tv podcast. Let's get fired up. Welcome to StaffingStartup.tv, the podcast that gives you direct access to the world's leading recruitment, staffing, and startup experts. Dee Williams speaks with amazing thought leaders, venture capitalists, and technology trendsetters about their journey, challenges, and successes related to recruitment, staffing, and hiring. Now, here's your host, Dee Williams. All right, so we are here, and listen, I am so excited about today's podcast because, you know, I am all about disrupting things, right? And today, we are talking about disrupting staffing, okay? But before we get started, just for you for you guys that are not watching live on our YouTube channel, um, which you can find on my personal channel, D. Williams GA, or Staffing Startup TV, then um, you're listening and the sound quality may sound a bit differently. So that's just because I'm recording from my hotel on my iPhone, but just bear with me. I'll be back in a week or so, <laughs> you know, and uh, we'll get, we'll be back to our normal audio. So today we are talking about disrupting staffing and this really, you know, over the last couple of episodes where I've been uh, delivering knowledge, right, um, de- delivering value, I've talked about how um, we get started in the business, right? I wrote a list down of all the things that we've discussed so far. So we talked about your niche. We dis- we talked about the competition, um, creating your value proposition, the top three things that you should do to grow your business right now. We've heard from a number of guests who have come in and talked about their startup journey. They've shared their thought leadership. How exciting, right? And now it's like, where do I want to take you? Where do I want you to be at at this phase of you thinking about and or designing your niche recruitment and staffing business or maybe taking your current business model to the next level? And I think it's time that somebody kind of puts their foot down. And before I get all riled up and passionate like you know I do... (laughs) I want to talk to you a little bit about something that Patty McCord said. So, and, and disrupting staffing. So, if you've read Patty's book, which just so you know, I am a huge fan. Hey, Patty, I am a huge Patty McCord fan. So, anyway, if you have ever read her book, she talks about, and her book is called Powerful building a culture of freedom and responsibility. If you have not read the book, go and get it. It is a must read, okay? So anyway, in the book, she talks about how Netflix created this culture of where they um, encouraged their employees to go out and to interview and to see what else is on the market and to kind of understand their worth. And I started to think about that. It's like, wow. So they have built an entire culture around encouraging their employees to do that. But isn't that something that we could do as agencies or that we should be doing as a third party agency? Like, what, when do we get to the point that we add, we create a value add that's beyond what the standard is, right? I, I mean, 19,000 agencies offering the same thing is just like too much. And so it's like, 
Where do we draw the line? When do we say staffing is so much more than this traditional model that has been offered? And that is what I am rallying about when we start talking about shifting and disrupting staffing. It's about taking staffing to the next phase. And when you're in a space where it's, it's, where there is commodity that, that's, that's around, it's like, what do you do to set yourself apart? And that's why we were talking about the competition. That's why we were talking about creating the value add. That's why we talked about the research and, and asking questions and all those amazing things. Yes, I'm getting fired up because Patty really, shifted a thought process for me, you know, in regards to attention, all computer and information technology professionals. It is estimated that the business of placing contract technology workers is at least a billion dollar industry. And today we want to show you how you can become a supplier of tech talent to companies all over the world. That's right. You can put your IT colleagues on contract and build them out. It's not rocket science and is a great additional income. Let Staffingpreneurs Academy show you how to start your very own IT niche recruitment, staffing, and consulting business. Learn more at staffingpreneursacademy.com slash IT. That's staffing, P-R-E-N-E-U-R-S, academy.com slash IT right now. So I'm going to go back to that because I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm fired up and I don't want to lose my train of thought. So she says, okay, so we encourage this culture where you go out, you interview, and you um, you find out, you know, what you're worth, or or you find out, um, you know, what what else is out there for you. And I think in some instances, she was even implying maybe you find an opportunity that's more suited for you than than that Netflix, you know, opportunity or culture, even, you know. So um, so you know. I started thinking, okay, so staffing agencies, so aren't we supposed to do that? Right. So I, I asked that. And, um, you know, how do we do that? How do, if, if this is a need that Netflix has or is, has a thought process around, how can we incorporate that into our business model? Right. And, um, and how can we offer that as a value add to both candidates and clients? Right. And, and be that kind of, disruptor and can we create a technology to support that you know um can we incorporate that into our ATS in some type of way we now have Zapier or Zapier or whatever it's called I love them I use them um and and web hooks where we can have different technologies talk to other technologies how can we utilize you know that piece of information that Patty divulged in her book to and add it into our business model and to create a value add for both our clients and our candidates. That's what I'm talking about, disrupt staffing. Um, and I can keep going so many different ideas. Um, I read recently on LinkedIn that, um, that Facebook hires like 5,000 people. I hope I'm not quoting this incorrectly, but like 5,000 people a year or something like that. Um, that are checking to see what is fake news and what's not, right? So this is, this is like a content reviewer. This is a new type of position. Facebook isn't the only company that's dealing with this. You have bloggers, you have other social networks. I can only imagine that this will be a role that will be just as, 
um, prominent or just as important as a customer service rep was 10, 20 years ago, I believe this is the type of role that will be um, more prominent now and in the near future. Yes, AI is coming, but everyone has admitted that AI isn't where it should be just yet in order to cover that need. So people are needed to do that. How do you prepare people to take on that type of role? What type of people do you hire? Who's providing these people for them or providing a pool of people for them? And what else can you provide those people to, to ensure that they are more relevant to your client and the specific need that your client has? These are the types of questions that I want to encourage you to think about and to ask as you're researching what's going on in your market, as you're talking to potential clients and potential candidates and gaining a better understanding of what exactly it is that they need. This is, you know, your idea of showing them that you're high performing talent and then that's what you provide. Does that make sense? Give me a high five if that makes sense. <laughs> you're listening to StaffingStartup.tv, more than just a startup podcast. Okay, so this is going to be a short podcast today, but I just wanted to just kind of get your mind flowing around how are you going to disrupt staffing in your own way? And, you know, you know, somebody asked me recently, like, why do you push the niche? Nobody else is pushing, pushing the niche. Can't you make more money in this industry if you go out and you cover everything? And my belief is that if you, if everyone is covering everything, then what sets anybody apart? Like where everything is going is customization. Everything is going into that direction. The only two, maybe three things that have stayed stagnant around non-customization is schools, right? The educational space, uh, which it could, um, I read this book. I have this book, uh, what's it called? Hold on, do I have it with me? It's called The Third Wave. Hold on. <laughs> I'm reading this book right now. It's called The Third Wave. And they talk about like all the um, the the future of where things are going and disruption and all this stuff. So I'm like really obsessed with it. Um, there um, And there's also like this disruption article in the Harvard Business Review. But anyway, so um, which got me all fired up about staffing. But anyway, so education is a space where um, where things have been slow to um, evolve. Right. Um, I still feel like some of the technology and the things that are going on with the government are still kind of slow to evolve. Um, but then you also have, in my opinion, staffing is still slow to evolve. It's definitely catching up, but it's slow to evolve. And so when you are getting, when you're getting to where the majority of things is customization, think about how, um, how, um, uh, uh, what's his name? eBay, not eBay, um, Amazon, uh, treats the shopping experience, right? They're constantly suggesting things. Your shopping experience is pretty much customized to you based on how you come in and what you decide that you want to purchase or what you're browsing, right? Or, you know, where you've been or however they have defined their algorithm. You know, how do we customize staffing to that degree? And I think that's where staffing is going. I believe staffing is going to the point of pure customization to where people aren't just out there 
offering our ends to everyone or offering, um, uh, uh, you know, Java developers to everyone, but it's like Java developers who can perform this specific type of function at this phase of the project type of, of, of deal. Um, people who, uh, staffing agencies who are disruptive from the perspective of providing specific things at specific stages or specific things for specific things or at specific points or, I think you kind of get where I'm going, but just being more customized to what that client is looking for versus offering everything. That way you can always search for a specific type of talent. And I believe that opens the door for not just the 19,000 that are on the market to be able to take a large market share, but it will allow more people to be able to come into the industry based on their specific skill set or their specific uh, knowledge and experience or their specific network even, because that is even super valuable. Everyone today is talking about the fact that high valuable talent, high value talent, high performing talent. How do you find talent? Not just on the, 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 the basic level, but even at an executive level. How do we find talent who can bring, who can, you know, take business beyond where it's gone before? You, you don't find those people just by scouring LinkedIn and job boards. You find those people in a very methodical way. And, and real recruiters do that. Real people who are, or have a level of ingenuity that are coming into the industry know how to do that. We need to be able to take those ideas and take staffing to a whole different level. It's time we freaking disrupt staffing, customize. That's my podcast for the for today. You are listening to StaffingStartup.tv. My name is Dee Williams. Thanks for listening to the StaffingStartup.tv podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you'd like more information on any of our stories or would like to know how to get involved and share your story, head over to our website at StaffingStartup.tv. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and please leave a five-star rating and a super awesome review so others can enjoy the show too. Check out the live video footage on YouTube. Have a great week and we'll see you next episode.